My next guest is a business coach with more than 15 years of marketing and PR experience with nonprofits, agencies, and big corporations. She now helps small businesses grow to six figures with more freedom and peace. Please welcome Michelle Vroom. Welcome to the Powerful Female Leaders Podcast. I'm your host, Anna Patricia Bourgeois, Certified Business Coach. I'm here to help you up-level, generate consistent wealth, increase your confidence, attract dream clients, and master your mindset so that you can fully own your power and achieve next-level results in your online business and beyond. Every week, a powerful conversation will take place with amazing guests, or I'll share from my experience to help inspire you to start and scale the business of your dreams while being powerfully you. The time has come to stop playing small, stop hiding, and stop waiting. Now is the perfect time for you to passionately pursue your heart's desire as the powerful leader you were born to be. Are you ready? Let's do this. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Powerful Female Leaders Podcast. I am here today with Michelle Vroom. Hi, girl. Hello, hello. I'm so excited to have you on. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you for having me. I'm excited to uh, to dive in. Yes, me too. So I know you've been doing this for 15 years and you have lots of experience and background in marketing, PR, and I want you to take us on a journey with you and share more about that whole journey, that whole experience, and why are you so passionate about what you do today? Yeah, absolutely. So I've got a 15 plus year background in marketing and PR. I've worked in just about every environment, agency environment, corporate Mm -hmm. environment, nonprofit, all of that. And then I started my business five years ago, a little more than five years ago. Mm -hmm. And I will say that um, I'm passionate about marketing in general because I think that there are so many talented people in the world and I want people to be able to get their voice out there to, you know, use their their God-given talents to make an impact. I mean, isn't that what we're all here for, right? Mm. And so I've been lucky enough to be able to do that, you know, in different capacities. But the seed for being an entrepreneur was always planted. Mm-hmm. And I thought, you know, when I'm in my 50s and my kids are out of the house, that's when I'll start. Thank God I didn't <laughs> listen to that. <laughs> um, I would still be like 15 years off. But the point is, is that I always had that vision. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't until I had my first child, I have three boys at home, but until I had my my oldest that everything changed. My entire identity changed and what I wanted changed. Mm -hmm. I still wanted a career. I still wanted to be able to use my talents, but in a different way, in a way that allowed me the freedom and flexibility to be fully present with my son. And Mm. so when he was six months old, I started my business. Um, It was a scary leap of faith because Mm -hmm. I was, you know, the breadwinner at the time came from a cushy corporate job and here I am starting my own business, but I had a bigger vision and my why was bigger. And I think that's important. Mm -hmm. Like I wanted to help Mm -hmm. other small business owners grow, right? Like I wanted them to have more access to their ideal clients. 
I wanted them to have more confidence to put themselves out there. Mm -hmm. Um, It wasn't until about a year and a half into business that I started coaching female entrepreneurs. Mm -hmm. And I saw an opportunity with all of the women starting businesses. And that was like four years ago. I mean, the numbers have only grown, right? Wow, yeah. In terms of women starting businesses, which I think is amazing. And I realized that they didn't need me to come in and do the work for them. They needed a partner, somebody who could come alongside of them and support them. And that's exactly what I wanted to do. That's what I still do today. Although, you know, my offers have changed. My business model has changed along Mm -hmm. the way. Um, You know, I still want to support women, especially other moms, right? Mm -hmm. Um, You know, support them in being able to have that, that same freedom and flexibility that I have. Oh, this is so good. I love that so much. And I mean, we're all on this planet to find what we love to do, get the support, grow to those heights, you know, that we never would have imagined for ourselves. And I'm just so, so happy that you do that for women and that you help them get there in their lives. Um, I also heard that you lost three clients in one day, two months before giving birth. To my I second wa- child, yes. Yeah. <laughs> so I want you to share more about that experience. Yeah. So that was about a year into business. I think I had just hit like my one year, you know, anniversary. And it was two months before I was due to give birth to my second my second son. Mm-hmm. And I, it was just, you know, one of those random things, to be totally honest. It wasn't anything that I did. I think it actually would have been easier had mm-hmm. it been like an unhappy client or somebody who, mm-hmm. you know, was unhappy with what they were getting because at least you can work through that. Yeah. But it was three different clients, totally different circumstances, things that were out of their control. So the first client was having issues with like receivables from their other clients and they were putting all work on hold immediately. So there was that. And by the way, at the time, like I wasn't, I was only a year into business. I wasn't like a massive business or anything like that. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, three clients made up a lot, a good chunk, majority of my client base and my revenue. And so, um, Mm -hmm. you know, had that happen with the first client, the second client, my direct contact left the company abruptly. And so they were putting things on hold. Like there wasn't anybody to report to, you know? Um, And then the third client was actually a brand new client who had agreed to sign on, um, backtracked, like said that they were no longer, Uh, like, I forget what, I I don't even remember what they said, like what the reasoning (sighs) was, but they weren't going to move forward. They they were going to put it on hold. So I, they, they hadn't started the work yet, but I was planning on it. Right. I was, Mm -hmm. you know, projecting that. So all of those things happened and it was two months before I was having a baby. So it's not like I could go out and just get another long-term client, right? Mm -hmm. And so I, you know, I was going on maternity leave or, or some sort of a maternity leave. And so I remember just sitting there, like this was all these things that happened in one day. And I was sitting there just staring like at my family room wall (laughs) and thinking (laughs) it would be so easy to quit right now. Yeah, It would be so easy to quit. Nobody would fault me for it, right? Like, Mm -hmm. it would just be really easy. And then another voice came into my head that said, you will always regret that if you do that. Mm -hmm. And so I let myself indulge in some, you know, like Ben and Jerry's ice cream and like (laughs) cried a little, you know, cried and like let myself feel all the feelings. And then the next day I was like, I'm going to keep moving forward because there's no other option. And that's truly, I think, when – like any backup plan that I might have had before, mm-hmm. like kind of diminished. And so what ended up happening is I continued to show up in other Facebook groups connecting with female entrepreneurs, which is who I really wanted to serve. I will mm-hmm. add that the clients that left 
they were not my favorite clients. So mm-hmm. in a way, it was a little bit of a blessing. But anyhow, <laughs> I I was able to connect with somebody who literally needed a short-term two-month project, wow. <laughs> she had, which was perfect for me, right? Wow. So it was helping her promote um, a conference that she was running. So I came in, helped her promote the conference, did such great work that, that she, I think she had like additional like $3,000, $4,000 in profit on top of what she made from the conference. And we ended up signing a two-year, well, it wasn't a two-year contract. I think it was a year contract and then she upgraded again, but it was a two-year relationship that came out of that. So thank goodness I didn't quit, you know? And I share this because I think it's important to be transparent about that stuff. Like not everything is rainbows and sunshine, Mm -hmm. but I also think it's such great evidence of what happens when you say, you know what, I'm not going to quit. And you let go of any backup option or plan B option mm. that you have for your business. OMG. <laughs> oh my gosh. I love this so much. And I really do believe that when you don't have like a plan B or a backup plan, you're just like all in. So you're like, no, I'm not quitting. Like I'm, I'm going to keep going. This is my destiny. This is my path. I'm going to stick with it. Like I cannot even count all the times that I wanted to quit too, right? Right. But I just kept going. (laughs) Well, and it's that, it's that belief. And I I didn't know it at the time. Like I couldn't have put it into words at the time, but I'm going to work it till it works has been the thought, the number one thought that has made me a multi-six figure business owner. I'm going to work it till it works. I'm going to figure it out no matter what. Not like I'm going to get it right the first time, a hundred percent of the time right? Yes. I'm going to figure it yes. out no matter what. And that's exactly what I did there even before like that thought became a reoccurring thought in my mind. Yes. Wow. This is incredible. Thank you so much for sharing that story. Of course. I know it's going to inspire a lot of people. I hope so. I hope so. <laughs> I've also read from your website that you've been able to double your income without doubling your workload. So I want you to talk a little bit more about like working less and doing more um, so we can like empower people to stop the burnout because I've been there too. So what's your 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 story around that? How is that even happening? Like share with us. The Absolutely. So the last four years, so since 2017, I've been able to double my revenue every year. What's interesting is I used to subscribe to the belief that you had to work more hours to make more. I think that probably mm-hmm. comes from the agency world. If anybody listening has worked for an agency, you know that like mm-hmm. they have extensive time tracking and you've got to track every single minute mm-hmm. that you think yeah. about a client, right? Gets tracked and billed. And so it's really hard to break that line of thinking when you become an entrepreneur. And so what ended up happening is I remember um, another story for you. I remember it was December 2018. And I was talking with my coach about my goals for 2019. And I remember telling her, well, I'm my goal is going to be making 50K that year. I really want six figures, but I'm just going to stick with 50K because I have two kids at home. I only work two, maybe two and a half days a week. Like it's not possible to do anything else. And fortunately, she didn't buy that. She was literally like, who says that it's not possible? <laughs> and what if it is? And I remember just even like, you know, like any form of alternate thinking, I was like, huh, if I entertain this, like that opens up a whole new world to me. And so I decided that, you know what, like I'm not going to place limits on myself. I'm going to go after the goal that I really want because if I don't mm-hmm. go after it, I'll never know what could have happened. And I actually made six <gasps> figures in 2019. Wow. And I think I worked the same amount of hours, if not less. 
And since then, that's been like the reoccurring thing in my business. I can honestly say right now, as we're recording this, that I am making the most money I've ever made in my business. I have three kids at home. I added another child last year. And I have more freedom than I had five years ago starting my business with one kid at home. That's incredible. And that's because I'm not, I'm not subscribing to the belief that I have to work all these extra hours to make money. I get help. Like I, I do not do this alone. I think it's very important Mm -hmm. to be honest about that. I have Mm -hmm. a team. I'm also very intentional about what I want to focus on and what I want my team to focus on. And that's involved saying no Mm -hmm. to a lot of things. It's involved letting go of offers that aren't serving me anymore. Like it hasn't always been easy. There have been there's been a lot of letting go that I think people just are not mm-hmm. comfortable with. And you have to get comfortable with if you want to truly like double your revenue without doubling your mm-hmm. workload. So I think a lot of it too is like prioritizing and not trying to do everything mm-hmm. at once. That's a huge piece. <laughs> yeah. Been yeah. there, done that. <laughs> Yep, exactly. Oh my gosh, this is so good. And I've like heard you say over and over again that you had all these beliefs, right? So what would you say is the number one belief that you had to let go of in order to get to where you are today? Mm, Fear of success. Um, There was a time where I was sort of sabotaging like my sales calls because I didn't fully believe I could serve the client if they signed Mm. on. So I'd actually feel relieved if they didn't. And I remember my coach kind of calling me out on that and us digging into it. And I'm like, what am I doing? Right? Like (laughs) here, I've taken this leap of faith to start my business. Like, what am I doing? And so fear of success and fear of like the pressure of delivering that that's probably been the biggest thing for me. And I think it's pretty big for a lot of other women too. Yes. This is why I wanted to chat about it. (laughs) Yep. Yep. Because it's like, we think it's fear of failure, but actually it it masquerades maybe as fear of failure, yeah. but it's also very much fear of success of what happens if the client says yes. Well, holy crap, then I have to go deliver. And what if yes. I can't deliver? Or I've had a really big, I see this a lot too, I've had a really big successful month. Like maybe I hit a 10K month or I hit a big revenue milestone mm-hmm. and now I have to recreate it and do it again. What if I can't? Mm, that's a big one for me. Yeah. A lot of women, that's why they have like really big months. And then the next month is like quiet (laughs) or, or nothing because they, they sort of are like, I don't know if I can do more. Like, I think I've hit my ceiling. Oh, that's interesting. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Wow. I, I did a podcast episode about it a while ago. It's called the dark side of success. And I think Mm. it's something that comes up for a lot of women, especially after a lot of success. Mm -hmm. Oh my gosh. I have to go listen to it for sure. Yes. (laughs) Yes, you should. (laughs) Amazing. Um, So I want you to share, you know, your biggest piece of advice for any aspiring entrepreneurs or entrepreneurs that are maybe in their first year, their second year, like, what would you say to them? Oh man, so many things. Um, (laughs) I would say like give yourself grace as you're building a business. Mm-hmm. Um, recognize that you're not going to get things right 100% of the time. Mm-hmm. Failure is actually your best friend because failure teaches you so much about what's possible and what's necessary for success. Mm-hmm. So taking risks and being okay with failure, um, I think that's a challenging thing for a lot of people. And I wish I had done that sooner because I think it would have saved me a lot of the like mm. mental drama of overthinking every potential thing that could happen because I was afraid of the outcome. Yeah. Um, so I think, yeah, like, 
like really giving yourself grace, recognizing that building a business doesn't happen overnight, no matter how much everybody online would like you to think it does. Yeah. And be okay with taking risks, be okay with stepping out of your comfort zone. Like I'm uncomfortable every single day, mm-hmm. but it serves me and it serves my business. Mm. And it will continue to serve me in this next phase of business. Yes. I always say as soon as you get comfortable, find something to be uncomfortable. (laughs) (laughs) Very true. Very, very good advice. Oh, I love that. I love that. So I ask this to everyone who comes on the podcast and I'm very curious to know your answer. What does being a powerful leader mean to you? A powerful leader to me means that I'm calm in the face of trial, that Mm -hmm. I'm not rattled by things that happen. It doesn't mean I enjoy those things, those unexpected things, but I always have an innate trust in my ability to figure it out. Mm -hmm. That's what I believe because in order to lead other people as well, not just lead yourself, Mm -hmm. you need to have that trust, right? Mm -hmm. That trust is what keeps you going when you don't see the immediate fruits of your labor because we're not. I think a lot of people are like, well, I need to see a result now or I'm not going to continue or I need that instant gratification now or it's not worth doing. When in reality, I think, you know, having that trust and that belief in the bigger why, right, and in your mission, Mm -hmm. like when those things are in place, that keeps you going when you are waiting for the results to show up, when it does feel like no one's watching or no one's listening or nothing's working. Um, And I think that's what being a powerful leader is, is trusting in yourself regardless of the circumstances and having peace in your business, even when things aren't going the way that you would expect. In fact, especially when things aren't going the way you expect, because <laughs> it's easy to be peaceful when things yeah. are going well, right? Yeah. So I think that's what being a powerful leader means to me. Oh, so good. And yeah, like my favorite question to ask, like every client when I start working with them is asking them about their why and telling them mm-hmm. like, you're going to have to go back to the why when right, you're going to have right. those low days and things are going to go sideways, you know? Exactly. So exactly. Yeah. Amazing. Um, so do you have, you know, any last piece of wisdom you'd like to share with our audience today? I think just, you know, keep moving forward, right? Like, Work it till it works. It's okay for things to not work Mm. out the way you expect on the first try. You're learning. You're growing. I mean, think about if you have children, right? Like, do you expect your child to be born knowing how to drive? (laughs) No, of course not. My one-year-old is just starting to walk, and I don't expect him to run and, like, know how to do it perfectly. Mm -hmm. So why are we expecting the same thing of our businesses, right? Mm -hmm. Um, So really just having the the realistic expectations and the grace to keep moving forward and the trust that you will figure it out Mm -hmm. no matter what happens because if you wouldn't have this dream and this desire to be an entrepreneur if you did not have also the ability to figure it out, right? Yeah. To figure it out along the way. And so I think just trusting in the fact that you've already taken that leap of faith, you've already done something that so many people dream about doing and never end up doing. So yes. that means you're capable of so much more than you think. Yes, you are queen. <laughs> amazing so where can people go to connect with you further in the online space Yeah, I'd love to have you join me inside of my Facebook group, Market Like a Boss. Um, That's where I share, you know, marketing tips. I share tips for growing your business, for getting visible, Mm -hmm. for dealing with imposter syndrome, Mm. for handling the the hard stuff. Um, You know, all of those things I talk about and more. Um, There's over 5,700 incredible female leaders in there um, and you belong in there too. So I would love to see you um, join us. 
I love it. Well, thank you so much, Michelle, for your time, for being here, for being so awesome. I wish you nothing but more success. Thank you so much. I appreciate that. This has been fun. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Powerful Female Leaders Podcast. If you love this episode, make sure to spread the message, leave a review and subscribe. I would forever be grateful for you. I also want to hear from you and I want to know your feedback and your questions for future episodes. So don't be shy, say hi and send me a message at Powerful Female Leaders Podcast on Instagram. Until then, I'll see you on the next episode.